Hello and welcome, nomads. Or should I say, thespians of fantasy. Welcome this week to our show. Uh, this is Dave, and this is episode 87. And this week we are making the Birdman movie our home for this week. Uh, joining us this week, we have Brandon. Is this water? Did you replace my gin with water, man? <laughs> That's, uh, it's one of those heart-dropping scenes. It's good. And we have with us Eric. How do we end up here? This place is horrible. It smells like balls. We don't belong here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Both the Birdman himself. From, from right. the Birdman. Which, oh man, I love when he popped in there. He was so good, but... Uh, was that was discussing... that Michael Keaton doing the voice? I think yeah, so. he was doing like a lower voice because I, I I did the same thing. I looked at the the cast and was like, was that Michael Keaton? I think they made him like look Batman younger. Voice. You know, they must have did something to him, or they had like a you know shaved off that shaved goatee. Yeah, shaved him, made him look you know skinnier. So he was yelling at him. Yeah, but this movie came out nine years ago. Actually, now uh, twenty fourteen. Which is kind of shocking that I hadn't seen this yet. Eric, you hadn't. And nope. Brandon hadn't. It's been about nine years since you saw it. I saw it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I kind of saw it when it came out. Not at theater, but when it was available to stream or whatever. Yeah. So I I think I went in blind, Eric. Same. I went in blind oh, as well. Yeah. I knew it was, you know, <laughs> just kind of uh, when it came out, it was critically, you know, beloved and whatever. But that's really the only thing I knew about it is that. You know, people really liked this movie when it came out. Which, surprisingly, the box office didn't do as well as I thought it would. But we can get into those numbers later. Um, Eric, if everybody wants to join in the conversation of Birdman, um, can you give them our, give them our Discord and our, uh, our digits? Sure. Uh, well, if you want to join our Discord, chat with us in there. You can join at thenomadsoffantasy.com slash Discord. We're always chatting in there, you know, about games, movies, TV, all that stuff. Posting our what map oatmeal results, anything oatmeal. that comes up. Oh yeah, peach, yeah. peaches and cream oatmeal. What's Ugh. what's the best oatmeal flavor? It's disgusting. It's all right. It's it, it is always the last one that's left. It is after it's like the you've eaten all the other ones. It's like the shitty the shitty Skittles flavors, but that's a whole that's a whole other tier <laughs> ranking episode. It's been an episode just ranking things. It'd be fun, but um, all right. Well, yep. Let's uh, take a quick break here and let's uh, listen to some cool music. And we're gonna come back and we're gonna discuss the Birdman. Just in case you were worried, we made it. <laughs> Woo. Just barely. Uh, yeah, this week we're talking about Birdman, the 2014 movie. Um, directed by, uh, you have to help me here, Alejandro Gonzalez. And I can't say his last name. I don't. Anybody, any help here? Let me see. Hold on. Ale? And, uh, 
in a, Alejandro in a Rito, in a Rito? Gonzalez Anrito. I don't know. Uh, Anarito. Yeah, sure. Um, also, the writer of this movie, also a producer of this movie, and like we say many times before, films really shine through when you have writer, director, producer, all kind of one clear vision running the helm, and this movie kind of shines for it, I think. So, um, we mentioned that we hadn't, well, you and me, Eric, hadn't seen this movie before. Brandon mm-hmm. had. Uh, we're going to keep it spoiler free for a little bit here. Um, I guess why don't you guys give me your feelings about it and just give me give me some quick hot takes off the off the bat. Would you like what you didn't like? Eric, you go first. All right, I'll go first. Um, Let's get it fresh. Well, I think this is a very well made movie, a very well acted movie, and I went in with kind of the preconceived notion that it was uh, a bit pretentious, like up its own ass Oscar bait, and I think that's exactly what it was. <laughs> that's my take on it i i'm not saying i didn't enjoy the movie but i definitely have some some thoughts on the message overall message and everything so but we can get into that like i said very well made very well acted um yeah. but the overall themes metaphors messages is kind of where i had some of my issues i guess oh okay not the not the blazing glory that i thought i was going to hear from everybody never know which... who, what someone's opinion is gonna that's be why I, yeah i, I want to bring the uh yeah. a little bit of controversy you know i don't want to be you know just you know praising it the whole time got to okay. bring a little bit of a little levity a little... a little conversation into it yeah exactly oh there's plenty to converse about even with mm-hmm. if everybody likes it there's tons in here brandon what did you remember from seeing it previously uh i forgot one of the main hooks to this film <laughs> totally forgot so I'll spoil this part if you haven't seen this movie. Highly recommend. We all recommend to go see it. Like this is a watch, very watch. Sure, movie. yeah. It's up to you. Absolutely, like definitely how watch it. Much yep. you like it? Yeah. Um. But, th- but there's like. th- there's the I totally forgot that it has the um single ca- single take kind of look. Yeah. To the movie, no cuts, right? Oh you yeah. Know? And time is very like weird and yeah. So, but. So I remembered I guess... pretty much everything else, just not the order of things. But I do remember one thing, which was the acting in this movie. I've never seen an actor in a movie act poorly in the beginning and then become a vi- extremely good actor later on. I don't know. I've never seen like an actor act like, you know what I'm saying? Are you talking? You're talking about like the character of, of Regan. Regan, yeah. you mean? And just like, how, I, well, you should kind of he... give it a little context here. I mean, if you need a refresher on what the movie is, or if you haven't seen it, I guess we're hitting getting the spoiler free. But essentially, the plot is uh, Riggins, who is a faded Hollywood actor known for playing Birdman, which is kind of like Batman, but but he's trying to stru- trying to start a Broadway movie of uh Raymond Carver short story what we talk about when we talk about love so essentially the movie's him trying to break that hollywood actor stereotype and show that he's got real chops and stuff like that essentially it's just a basic synopsis but I should probably cut that in earlier we should probably start with that but <laughs> well no so just saying yeah. Like I remembered the story. Yeah. But 
I didn't I know if anybody the main was hook. Yeah. I was gonna say that was the thing of when this movie came out is the gimmick, that I guess, was talking or whatever. About. Yeah, it's right. It's how yeah, they make the, it the look whole gimmick of the movie. Like it was yeah. done in one take, which I thought that was really well done and really smart of how they kind of yeah, it's fun hide the cuts, you know, and the transitions between time and all that stuff. I thought that all that was really smart, really well done. Dave, what did you think about this movie going in, and then what's your big takeaway from it? I mean, I I liked it a lot actually. Um, it had a lot of that, um, I don't know, the, the pretentiousness. Eric said kind of a little bit. It's like the, it's like the Hollywood actor versus theater actor, art versus film, and like yeah. that kind of stuff. But I thought it was I thought it was super cool take on it. Um, the way that it was shot was you know super good it had edward norton in it who i didn't even know he was yeah. in this movie that was awesome and he plays a he plays a fantastic character the cast is stacked fantastic this movie. But... i forgot zach galifianakis was in this movie yeah you know he's almost unrecognizable because he's not in he's, his normal he's playing goofy role yeah exactly yeah. he's just got like which is refreshing though. on and mm-hmm. naomi mean, watts was in yeah there emma and... stone yeah naomi watts yeah so i mean top to bottom it's got you know, actors in it, not stunt double, you know, I don't know what you, what you call Hollywood actors or what like Marvel movie people versus like real, uh, what's the word they use? Uh, me- like method actors, like all these people seem very method actor. Yeah. Character actors. Yep. But no, I liked it. I thought there's, there's a lot of room for interpretation in it. There's a lot of reasons to watch it again because there's stuff that you, probably missed all over the place i mean i'm sure i'm you know catching up on plot stuff and they mentioned you know birdman in the background here and i didn't even see him or something like that but yeah i thought it was i thought it was good definitely worth worth at least one watch yeah just to see how cool everything was put together I, it's what what i think is interesting I, i'm looking back and i don't know if 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 you watched it you liked it kind of thing but i i don't know if a lot of people did watch this one um, it's like, yeah, I heard it was good, but why am I going to watch a movie called Birdman? You know, and <laughs> that's kind what, of a rough talk. You know, it's yeah, the, the name doesn't really help. But when you see it, it makes total sense. Right. Uh, and I think the trailer showed the one action scene. Um, where stuff like blowing up in the background. Reagan, or... Yeah, he has a active imagination or whatever he's dealing with. You know, he can visualize stuff and yeah that i think that was the trailer i think there was a miss message um poor marketing effort by the team and this is what i hate about trailers like trailers can really tell it you know, the completely wrong story and tone <laughs> yeah. about a movie you know yeah. and i think maybe, I was... maybe this movie did but either way i don't think enough people saw it and um i mean it only had like 103 million box office that's it so right i don't think with, it was like a big, the, it wasn't those a big actors but again, with the critical acclaim it was probably getting back then too. So think about it. What was Michael Keaton really doing though in post two thousands? I'm trying to remember. He kind of played away Vulture a bit. in uh, Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah, um, this is one. after though, right? Which is funny because yeah, he this plays this a, movie... a bird, a bird based supervillain in that movie, which is kind of funny. But that, did this movie like, like kickstart his older career now? Like now he's back in the movies. I feel more. More so. I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> I guess I haven't. Man is he did the uh, that movie on the McDonald's founder. He's got. A, he had the Need for Speed movie in 2014. 
Oh, uh, boy. Robo- yeah. Robocop, the new remake of that. Uh, he's on 30 Rock. What was he doing? He was in, what was he Call doing of Duty Black Ops voice what actor. It, what was he doing in 2010? Toy Story 3. Uh, Cars movie. All right, I see he was getting cakes. Know. Okay. I don't know what some of the I don't know what some of these other ones. Merry Gentlemen, the company, Tenacious D, he was in a video apparently. Huh. I didn't know he was in Cars, so that's cool. Okay. Keep an ear out for him. But yeah, he's he's been out and about, but he does He's a great lead. And I thought yeah, this was just absolutely. fun to see Michael Keaton again. But it's 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 kind of relevant. I don't know how this movie will age 10 years, 15 years from now, but like to us watching it it's very like making commentary on his career, I guess, you know, like he stopped yeah, making his career those and just like the state of Hollywood in general. Um, and, right. Like, it wears on a, its sleeve what it's trying to say, basically a lot of the, that's where a lot of the stuff fell a little bit flat for me. Um, sure. It's just like, you know, big Hollywood celebrity celebrity struggling with like, you know, his irrelevancy or, you know, falling into irrelevancy and like the changing world. Cause you can see how he's like his uh, daughter there, Emma Stone. He's like, Oh, you, you know, you're not on Twitter. You're not on Facebook. You know, if you're not on social media, putting yourself out there, you're just going to kind of fall to the wayside and nobody's going to know who you are. And that was, that was kind of a whole big scene of her telling him like, no, you're, you're not important. That one, that scene was actually really good. The one where she's like yelling at him and they're fighting back and forth. And she's like, you're not important. And then instantly you can tell she feels really bad that she said yelling it. at her dad saying that. Well, and it's just like, yeah, just his feeling whole, for the guy. What she just said to him. His whole reason for going in there too, is because the wife was telling him she's going through some shit, trying to be right. You don't have to be a good dad. You just have to be a dad. And I'm like, Oh damn that he's got, there's so much chaos going on constantly through this movie, whether like you can see that he doesn't really have like a minute to himself. Like there's always no, somebody love walking that. in his office, I guess... chirping in his ear, like right with the single shot kind of flick. You got to do that. Like I the think way that's you what it's like on Broadway. Moving. You're just constantly on the well, move. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like it kind of captures that. I guess what it's like that frantic, that frantic nature. But um, I don't know. There's tons of, weird it's like it's got all the i was, I was calling it like dreamlike um like not hallucinations really i mean but, let's call know, it what got, it is he's got schizophrenia yeah i think so i think technically. so technically yep i think it developed post, i mean like, he's got two like, different personalities you know he's trying to suppress it like you can see him doing these like exercises like talking to himself like you know to keep the bird exactly man what out. He's saying but yeah he's trying to push that push that part of him away and I think it's just constantly trying to come back in because he's trying to break away from that. That's that's the whole point of this movie is like everybody knows him for Birdman. They know him as Birdman. They don't know Reagan Thompson or whatever his name is. Yeah. They they know Birdman. Like you. even when he, even when he's it's I think it's pretty apparent when he's like walking through um, Times Square, you know, naked or in his underwear. Like everyone's being like, oh, that's Birdman. They're not always saying, oh, that's Reagan Thompson. They're saying, right. oh, that's Birdman. And that's what he, exactly what he's trying to break away from for, you know, doing this, putting on this Broadway production and everything. He just wants to separate himself from that. But he can't. That's and again, yeah. that's another point of the whole movie. He can't. Birdman just keeps coming back. Yeah, I think it's great. I think that's I feel like if I don't know, once I figured out what was going on, because when the movie first starts, it's you see him like kind of you don't even notice it right away. But like, is he levitating? 
Mm-hmm. Like, how is he <laughs> yeah. doing this? You know, does he really have? Is he, oh, is, is this a superhero movie? You know, no, not even close. No, and but. and that and then next thing you know, it's like a one take movie, and you're like, oh man, this movie's interesting. But here's one of the things that we like. Uh, common thing that we notice in movies takes place in one spot. Yeah, just in that pretty much the entire time. Just got a bunch of characters, and here you go, one one spot over and over take and some, over. Take some trips to the bar, but it's like the it's the hub. Yep. Yeah, you don't basically sleeping there, and you don't follow anybody like to their house or anything. You no. know, it's all just it takes place. Yeah, in that one in that one theater and Anywhere the neighboring can... neighboring bars and stuff. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be able to walk there because the camera doesn't stop shooting from Tech, right from the building. Which and that's why it was thing... such a. So I was gonna say it makes so oh, much God. sense that they uh, filmed it in New York City because you know that was kind of the perfect place for this one shot type of uh, technique here because there's so much in such a small area, you know, and it it really lends itself well to that. Yeah, there. I was reading some about the lighting where they used like natural lighting as much as they could and. New York city is bright enough at night where you don't need as much either. But the thing that's crazy because with all the connected camera shots or whatever, they said they're worrying about like making things look natural and making things well lit. But at the same time, you can't have the camera crew shadow come across any other point, like the backgrounds of the screens or anything like that. So everything has to be like specifically meticulously planned out. So that's, I think the film, the filming techniques in this movie were pretty intense where they, I think they're jumping from steady cam to steady cam at points or going through a door and it'd go to black for a second. You could tell they're swapping out scenes right there, but mm-hmm. yeah, they had, they had rehearsed it so much that it didn't really take that long to film. And it only took like two weeks to edit or something. Oh, really? really? I didn't know that. Wow. That is yeah. sick. Good for, I mean, yeah. th- th- again, the cast is stacked to probably pull this out. Look at those people. Of course they can act, you know, it's mm-hmm. cause the takes that they did. Yes. You know, there's some tricks that they're doing. People walk in front of the camera. They go through a dark doorway or whatever. I understand mm-hmm. exactly where they're cutting these long takes, but the takes are pretty long. And the, ca- oh, yeah. the, guy, the guy's got to go around people, you know, and then follow. I mean, it's a blast I mean, it's to a, watch. It's a movie about theater acting, but I think a lot of these actors had to kind of get into that theater acting mindset because, I mean, sure. in the movie, they're literally playing out these long scenes of a play. So, like. I, I do respect him for that. I think it's this movie is incredibly well acted. Well acted, well well produced. What do you guys think about that music? Kind of the music reminded of like it was whiplash. whiplash. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking drums. whiplash the whole time. It's like jazz drums. Is that all there there really was though? Like I don't I don't remember any other music. Was it just the drums? Looking back on it, all I can think of is the drums because you literally yeah. see the drummer as he's walking around. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was great. He made a couple. Of, I I love that fourth wall part. There's not a lot of parts in this movie since it is just that one shot, and there's a ton of dialogue. Like there isn't a ton of time for like music. It's mostly used as like well, background music and like in some and like the flying sequence. I think there was different music, but like it's mostly just that that drums. Yeah. Because that yeah, you do get a sense of claustrophobia when you're going through these theater hallways and stuff like that that's kind of creepy i was just thinking about that and it's such like a close shot like right on the back of someone walking uh-huh. you know down the hallway one thing that i i don't think it's a fault of the movie but it does throw you off when all right, you got your head wrapped around that okay so they're doing these one 
a one take kind of approach to this movie. I can follow along with this, but the time shifts are weird. Mm-hmm. Cause like it could be, you know, so the, the, the timeline of the movie is over a matter of a few days and it's really in the beginning of their doing their premieres or whatever. Right. That's what they're mm-hmm. previews, Pre- yeah. previews, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just going to try out, make sure, you know, no, no charge or whatever. You kind of watch us work. We might fuck up, but it's not, I'm just trying to iron out. Not no charge, half price. Half price, okay. Iron out the kinks um, and all that stuff. Uh, and then it goes into like the actual big nights and then the, the, getting the one critic to uh, review them, all that stuff. Um, but like, yeah, the following the camera and those long takes, like it could be Thursday night or whatever. And then it's like Friday night or something like that in, in a matter mm. of a second, you know? So that oh, right. I didn't even notice those. Yeah, I saw some because like, you're not going to follow they, them for 48 hours, you know. Yeah, well, it's pointing up at the sky or something like that, and then like the sky will turn to day, and then it'll you know pan back down and. Yeah, there was a couple times. The one like I specifically remember is when uh, Mike and uh, what's his daughter's name? I forget. Whatever her name is, Emma oh, Stone. Well, they were character. having sex. They were having sex up Sam, on the catwalk, but on then. The- but then they transition down to the stage, and Mike yeah. is down there. So that tells you like that's a time jump you know yeah it's art it's yeah, art that was it's a artful. cool shot yeah like because you're looking for where the cut is between that scene and going out the window and down there but i guess if you're indoors and you have controlled lighting like that you can kind of swap it pretty easily so uh acting casting we've kind of talked around it but did you guys have a favorite actor or a standout kind of scene or anything like that it's always had norton it is right okay because i want to see if you share the same <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I love Keaton too. Keaton's great, but the yeah, the interaction between uh, the tension between Ed well, Norton and Michael Keaton's characters that Keaton like gets that like take a step back real quick before we get to Sam, the character Sam uh, played by Edward Norton, the the previous no, guy. Sam's Emma. Yeah, Mike, Sam is Mike Emma. Is Mike is, is yes. Yep. Thank you. Norton. Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, the the previous actor was taken out, or was that an accident? Where the light fixture landed on his head in that well, scene. Well, Reagan said it wasn't an accident. Right. He's the one. He's like, I don't know if he was being serious. Did or he not, use his powers? He said it. Yeah, right. He uses uh, telekinetic you know? powers to make it drop. But that was funny. But that. But that's what gets us to. Um, was it Mike? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's when the he's got a really reputation. I love it. He's got a reputation coming in ahead of time, and then when you when he gets there, you kind of see why. Um, uh, yeah, he's like trying a, to just take over the production, essentially. Yeah, and like he, I mean, he's, he's just a the theater lifer of Regan. Yeah, well, you know, he doesn't care, and that's what makes him kind of like the star, you know, because like Regan. Yeah, and he has all, he has he authority. He has authority as well, since he's like he's a, a theater actor. Yeah. And, Riggins a Hollywood actor, you know, so he's like, I know this world better than you, essentially. So I'm going to make the changes I want to make. And he doesn't really care what Riggin thinks. Which he is, is funny. an asshole, like, man. Even the, he's, mm-hmm. so, he's like a complete asshole. The the fight in the break room, that that one of that scene was quite yeah, that hilarious. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. <laughs> he got out of the tanning bed. <laughs> Having that whole argument and scene. Um you get some really the, good Keaton in there too. Those two going back and forth at each other, like he gets Keaton's crazy eyes and uh, yeah, it was a very like, uh, realistic fight between two middle-aged men. 
Like, <laughs> Keaton sucker punches him, and then they just resort to, like, slap fighting and wrestling around on the ground. I'm mm-hmm. like, these dudes just look pathetic. That's pretty funny. Sorry. Yeah, that's sorry. That's, that's pretty standard. He's a greased up. He's in the tanning bed. You gotta leave the guy alone. But. It's also not true. See, I can pretend to. Oh! Don't oh. fuck with me, Mike. I'm telling you. You're a little bit crazy. You know what? You should start using Yeah, that yeah, you have stage. no fucking idea. So working with Rick and Thompson's like also with a monkey? Huh? I might have said that. Yeah, now. you Come on. Let's go. Come on. Yeah? Yeah. Why don't you come get on. your wings in your fucking bird suit, oh. man? Oh. Ah! Any other uh, standouts for you guys? Other than, you know, uh, yeah, Edward Norton's performance, um, I really like, you know, Keaton. And um, mm. I think... Oh, yeah, of course. He, I, I liked when he, his, his whole, like, um, being defeated... Right, like he he goes on stage with whatever character he's playing, and he shows up with the gun, and his hair is all wet and all that stuff, and he's shoots himself. Right, like the first time he does it, you know, you can see like the way he acts is very stiff, it's very bland. But when he comes in through that door, naked, mm-hmm. like that scene, he doesn't have a gun. He just stands there, like, what the fuck am I? He's using do? the he's finger just, like, guns. He uses yeah. his finger, and. He's just aiming at people, and he, I don't know. So I thought, like, that was like, wow, that was an incredible scene. I had no idea where this was going, but I am enjoying the fuck out of this, right? Uh, yeah, he goes on stage, he does that whole thing, and, and it's, the camera keeps going, it goes upstairs, and it just shows a hallway, and everybody collapses, and like, oh, yeah, he, he did a good performance. He's finally there, he's finally acting, but it's not enough, right? And then when it gets to later on, you know, when... Um, Mike says, like, you, you got to get a better gun. I can't take the scene seriously when I see the red plastic in your gun. Like, get a better gun. Dude ends up getting a real gun. Ricky gets a real gun. We don't Michael, know that. Did he have that the whole time? Or, I don't know. he had it, like, stashed up there. Maybe. Right. In his yeah. dressing room. But when he does do the final scene and he shoots himself, like, I don't know. I thought Spoiler. that was really good acting. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler for an almost ten year old movie. Yeah, I wasn't really paying attention to the like the character growth. That's kind of why I, I want to see this movie again, just to fully wrap my brain around some of the stuff that was going on in this. Because uh, there's a lot that happens in a short amount of time, and you gotta like you know pay attention to who's doing what and what's happening where. I don't know. I just thought I think this movie would be a, a good second watch to kind of catch everything in there. Well, by the end, I mean, Riggin essentially accepts that he is and always will be Birdman. Like, even at the end when he's in his whole, like, face bandage, it looks like the Birdman mask. You know, I don't know if you guys caught that, but, like, it was intentionally meant to look like, you know, the Birdman mask. It had, like, a little beak and then the holes at the end. The fact that he shot his nose off, too. He didn't shoot himself in the ear or something. It was his... I thought he was dead. I, it would have been better if he if that was just the end, you know. And that's how his legacy kind of lived on. And obviously, you get the uh, ambiguous ending as well. Um, I know we're kind of skipping to the end there. I don't know if we want to talk about that quite yet, but they leave it very ambiguous at the end. Well, okay, so let's talk about the main character, and then we'll work our way to 
uh, the attempted suicide and what the hell the actual final act was trying to tell us. So like we said earlier, you see this guy's like levitating. What the fuck is this about? And then you, like you said, Eric, he's got like schizophrenia, right? He's created an alter ego. And it seems like this probably happened later on in life, right? And where he's created this stress and he's just like his former self, his younger self was Birdman, this alter ego. Right. And he's like, that's not me. I'm more than that. And that's what he's trying to do with Broadway. Everybody sees him as like whatever they see them, right? Labels and all that stuff. But throughout the movie, he is kind of fighting off Birdman, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. That's basically, yeah. That's his alter ego, yeah. Which he's kind of, his alter ego is pretty hilarious. I was was just... I was gonna say, in? why is he so vulgar and dirty? Like, it's not like Birdman. The character would be like that. Would he? Birdman's like this hard ass, I don't know. take no shit kind of kind of guy. Like, that's his alternate personality, kind of. Like, that's probably where his brain goes to when he goes to play Birdman. I don't, I don't know exactly, but he's got some vulgar things to say, and he's pretty funny when he says them. Yeah, the things he says is extremely vulgar. It's like out of nowhere because. Nobody else is talking like this, <laughs> <He's> just, <laughs> which is interesting um, because it's technically coming out of him. So then when you look at the character of Riggin, you're like, he, he's he is a selfish prick. You know, he he's aware that he is, but he's had a failed marriage. Um, he's treating the other actress that he's dating. You know, she's like, hey, I'm pregnant or something. Like that. It's just like he's just not there. He's just not doesn't care about other people, you know. Uh, everything's fixated around breaking breaking the Birdman, and uh, like I think he says it when they have to pay the guy extra. Like he's basically all in. Like this is his last shot to have some get get some self respect. And I forget there's a couple lines in there about you know the difference between love and admiration and kind of stuff. Like people are going in different directions, but he's just going. He's trying to get that admiration back. I think. Yeah, and that's I guess that's a part of the reason why I was struggling with, a little bit with his character. And like I don't know if he is actually a likable character, not that he has to be, but no, he's, <clears> like he's you an said, asshole. He's, a, he's an asshole, he's selfish, like everything he's done throughout his entire life, he's done, you know, for himself. He kind of you know, obviously the relationship is strained with him and his daughter. You can tell that he neglected his daughter a lot when he was, you know, at the height of his fame. He was off doing his own thing, making the Birdman movies. Um, and he's sort of trying to make up for it uh, in this, you know, the time period that we see in his life right now. But he's still like preoccupied with the other things that he's trying to do in his life. Now that the Birdman success has kind of gone by the wayside, he's trying to build himself back up with this play. And again, like you said, Brandon, with the whole situation with his girlfriend or wh- whoever she was, him telling uh, her, telling him that she was pregnant. Laura. Like he, he just, yeah, Laura, he just kind of brushes it off. And he's like, he's, you can tell he's got like a thousand other things on his mind at that moment. And like, like that didn't, you know, it didn't even like register or click with him, you know? So like, I don't, I don't think he's a likable character. I don't think by the end he doesn't really redeem himself. Which Mike again, has he sex does, he with doesn't his daughter, and it's like, it like you can tell it annoys him, but not enough for him to confront him. He goes that, on stage. I was thinking that too. Like he didn't even say there. anything. He didn't even say yeah. anything about it. Yeah, he just like, like rolled okay. his eyes and yeah. we went and had a smoke, and that's how we got mm-hmm. to the. 
to the uh, locked outdoors scene, which yeah. I, I take umbrage with this scene slightly. <laughs> Why is that? It's the back door of the theater. Like, you should be able to just, like, walk around the building. You shouldn't have to walk, like, four blocks through Times Square. He's walked all the way through Times Square. Yeah, he went through uh, he went. a marching band. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit much. Dude, his walk was great, though. The way he did it, it's just... I was like, I know. Man, he, he I was just trudging like, along. <laughs> it's just like, could you make yourself more obvious? You know, <laughs> it's just his arms are up. Like, he's just well, looking he could, all over the place. He could stay on the sidewalk, but he walks through the marching band as he's. Yeah, it's great. Right. It's like you want to be seen. Hey, it worked out for him. I mean, he ends up I going mean, viral. You know, part yeah. of that's a, so like yeah, another it's, theme, it's interesting. Though. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, is that what is that what you want to be famous for though? No, it's the respect respect versus reputation where, like. Bingo. His daughter, his daughter says it a lot. Where she says, "Like, how many followers do you have?" Blah 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 blah. And he doesn't, he doesn't want that. He wants the respect, right? Like he, that adoration, that kind of, I don't know, adulation. But I don't know. It's a different kind of respect. Um, where he's not just making Birdman movies, I guess. So it's a, it's a weird thing. Uh, I've seen. There's a lot of different theories about this movie. Um, like I see, like we saw the meteor at some point in it. What is that meteor about? It's like the opening scene shot that and like jellyfish. A jellyfish yeah. I understood because he re- tells a story later on. But what what's the meteor right. about? I am not even positive. I always just assumed that it was just like in one of his movies or something. Like I don't know. I didn't really. I guess I didn't think too deeply about it. So if you pay attention to when it shows up, it's in two scenes. It's in the opening, right? And then we're yeah. introduced to him levitating. And then it's right after he shoots himself. It's the first cut. The sky oh, right. goes up. Okay. I don't know what it represents. And then from there, you go into that final act. Right. Huh. So, yeah. I'm sure there's know. tons of theories on this movie. I It's purposely done t- for you to, to do. That's the fun about it. You know? It's doing Some so people... many things. It's juggling like a... a the camera trick with the editing and all that stuff. It's, yeah. it's got these actors. It's trying to like show like an actor within a movie, get better at acting. It's also making commentary on how our relationship with um, celebrities, uh, what is an artist, what is just, you know, popcorn. And I don't know, there's a lot of things going on in this movie. And uh, I think, I think to me that, this is why I enjoy it, but like I forget, there's so so much stuff in this. I forgot about the meteor, and like there's got to be so many things. If you love this movie, I bet there's probably a crazy Reddit that breaks down this movie and all these crazy ideas. But I'm a dummy. Probably probably didn't... means nothing, and they just put it in there just for shits and giggles. No. Hey, people like us to theorize I think, about hey, it. Hey, that's what Spielberg does. He puts uh fucking shooting stars yeah. in his movies for no reason. Just people the MacGuffins like. Some people are referencing the um, the fall of Icarus, flying too close to the sun and burning out. He does mention Icarus, yeah, a couple he does? times. I don't what, remember like that. right before he, I think when he's about to jump off the the building, the, well, the first time. Um, oh, okay. Hmm. I I feel like I think at that in that scene he mentions something about Icarus, um, and then he jumps off, and that's when he goes into the whole flying sequence, which again. Obviously, that flying sequence was all in his head because we see him get back to the theater and he's, you know, he just walked out of a cab and the cabbie runs after him. He's like, hey, you forgot to pay me. That is one of the only times they really kind of show us both, right? Where right. he's 
clearly imagining this, but then like the camera just goes back a little bit because yeah, the cab driver mm-hmm. is like, "You forgot to pay me." Oh, see, that's <laughs> interesting. It's like, what are you trying to tell us, director? Like, what are you trying to say? Well, yeah, it's it's is his... it happening or not? Obviously, it's not happening. No, but, like, it's not. There's enough that when... make you think it. Maybe it's something? you're in. That's where the dreamlike stuff comes in because you're in like, you know, in his mind, that kind of stuff. Like if you're daydreaming and kind of like, you know, sitting in a taxi, like that's kind of what he's envisioning. Essentially. I think Birdman, like hype Birdman's his hype man. He's like, you got to man the fuck up. You got to get out there and tell him you're fucking Birdman. And then yeah, he's <laughs> basically telling him that. Everybody else sucks, and you're better than everybody. Yeah, when he trashes his room, he trashes his room. Uh, like he's doing things with his mind in there, and then the lawyer guy Zach Galifianakis walks in, and he sees him using his hands to do stuff. You're so right. Like you're right. His mm-hmm. mental interpretation of, you know, shit that's going down. So there's all sorts of like weird metaphors and second meanings behind things which makes movie. the ending even more confusing though oh dude which ending i think there might be two well we'll get into it hold on a second hold on a second. i want to i don't want to skip it because we can we can we can probably wrap up this conversation with the ending part and talk about like what it means yeah, yeah. i i want to talk about some of the um shenanigans i guess is the word i'll use i don't know maybe shenanigans uh for bikes care talking about the rape scene yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> or the attempted rape up. scene. <laughs> yeah, I could. I, I yeah, I totally forgot about that scene um, where he comes on to Leslie. Leslie's his girlfriend. It was yeah, Ish. like at that at that point they're <laughs> living together, living together. So okay. like they're obviously there's some friends or benefits or something like that. But because there's, I mean, that's the whole thing with this scene is that for months and months that they've been living together, it's implied that like he couldn't get it up essentially. And then this whole, you know, attempted rape ha- on stage happens. And then he comes out and he's fucking rock hard. You know? <laughs> right. Which, right. again, <clears throat> he repeats multiple times, like, the only place that he, you know, feels like he's himself or feels like he's real is on stage. And everything right. else is the act. So, like, you know, that's where he's trying to uh, get his whatever's off. Goddamn so. method actors. Yeah, uh, but as Susie shows yikes. up, he goes to Sam and says, "You have a great ass, or something like that." Uh, like, all right, so he's yeah. a pig. He just feels like he can say whatever he wants, mm-hmm. and then he gets naked in front of like the women. Like he's just, just like, "Hey, look at me." Which I guess it's it's fine. Like, you can be naked. It's just you can tell this guy is arrogant, full of himself, and just does oh, yeah. what he wants. But then he gets drunk on st- drunk on stage, um, and then like destroys the stage basically because he's the set you know just slamming stuff and and then he performs that act and oh then he then he sleeps with uh Regan's daughter um mm-hmm. and he writes that bad interview you know it's yeah. it's a conflict it's conflicting though because as he's an asshole all right we know this but he also does something good which is, does push Regan to be a better actor yeah you can and tell he's, he, he says to sam your dad was actually a good dad though like he tried like yes he wasn't around but he did make the effort to say hey i'm sorry i wasn't around and i he tried to push like buy our gift or do something to make up like he's like there's worse dads out there kind of thing so it's it's weird like he, there's a good guy to him but it's like in the moment he can be a complete selfish dirtbag yeah i guess when uh yeah. when riggins is telling him this like the story when he steals it right before the fight. 
uh, he tells him this whole long story about it's like how his parents used to beat him and stuff like that. And you can actually see like he kind of turns it off for a second there. He turns off the asshole switch, but like this guy's got you know ninety eight percent asshole the rest of the movie. Which, <laughs> I don't know because he's got that charm to him though too, where you can tell that he's good at what he does and he knows you know kind of what he's doing out there in the stage and that he's you know a main reason why people are gonna be coming. So. Yeah, I think he's got his own demons, and I think that's part of the reason why he's an asshole. You know, again, like I said before, he's just, he keeps telling everybody, or well, he told, he kind of confided in Sam a little bit, like, you know, I only, you know, he only feels like he's himself when he's on stage. And he, he all, the rest of his life is a mess. Everything other than, you know, what he's doing on stage is kind of. How was he able to have sex with Sam uh, in the upper area, though? <clears throat> But do we know it cuts stage. away? They don't. We don't know if they actually end up doing it. Doing it, you know. It's implied. It's a heavy but petting like, session. We don't. We don't see any. Uh, you know, whatever. But so I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe it's just the thrill of it. I. I don't know. Well, they look Something like they're to... having fun. <laughs> they um, look like they're having fun. So, Couple of rascals. Another thing, and and I wanted to ask you guys about. Um, what do you think of the, like the alternate title to this movie and what, what do you, is there anything in particular that you attribute it to the, the virtue of ignorance is the, the unexpected virtue yes. of ignorance. Oh, thank you. Any thoughts, comments, questions, concerns? Well, who, I guess who is the one with the ignorance? Is it? That's I, th- I thought it would be him. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Brandon, you don't know anything? I thought this would be all over, all over your guys. I know, right? Um, The unexpected virtue of ignorance. It, Which I think, it, yes, that that would be... So it's or, 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 right? It's Birdman or the unexpected virtue of ignorance. And I think that is correct. It is the same because when you look at what he's doing is just like, he is ignorant and you know, it's told through, told to him throughout the whole journey of this, of this actor is that he was, you know, this Hollywood celebrity. He did these dumb action movies and then he said, no, he could do something different. And then he didn't. And then he's trying to revive that stuff. And it's, it's, I don't know. It's just like <laughs> I got I got one for you. Okay, this is why I was help me out of this. <laughs> um, no, it's good. I wanted to pop one on you guys. Um, I might like the ignorance could be of Riggins and his ignorance of how to act and the okay. things that happen in the couple days that lead up to him like fully breaking down and fully like that is what brings out yeah the yes great thank acting. you that, yes that's that's like, kind of what it was. Yes. Like his I like that. Yes. He's like blissfully unaware like it's um I don't know. Like he, he you had him this being unaware of Yeah, him be, uh, being unaware of what it was to like really act and then having everything all this shit pile up on top of him breaks him down so far that he actually like he's not acting in the end. Like you can see when in the end where he's all calm and uh He's like talking to his wife and talking about how he tried to commit suicide in the jellyfish story. You get some explanation there, but it's almost like he's, 
he's doing like his vocal exercises and then he grabs his gun or whatever and he's got like this weird sense of serene calmness to him but that i think a lot of that that uh that breaking point too comes from that conversation with the uh the critic in the bar Tabitha <laughs> yeah, there. yeah that's it, like the that's the knife in the chest that's yeah that's like the catalyst for everything because that's like the night i think it was the night before opening night yeah you know because they had done all of their previews and everything um and she hadn't seen anything of it she didn't know anything about it and then he kind of sees her in the bar before opening night and approaches her and is talking to her she sent him a drink didn't she did she send him i thought she sent him one or he bought it was for yeah it was for last night he sends it to her but she doesn't drink because he slams it yeah at the end that's right well they kind of they kind of have their own war of words (laughs) there a little bit the scene was uncomfortable like how far it was going uh you can just see like he's trying to be nice in the beginning but the lady's just being a complete i don't know well, she, she just like, hates she's the pretentious she's the pretentious theater person yeah i mean she hates hollywood actors essentially and she doesn't think he belongs there so hmm. he doesn't, she doesn't so, care how good or bad the the play is she says she's gonna she's gonna ruin him right and yep. that, i like so this is interesting because two nights before i see this i watched the movie the menu oh and don't spoil that I won't spoil it, but there's a common theme across these two movies back to back, and that is the artist and those who, um, those who, those who like study art, and those who critique art, and the power of everyone having the ability to critique artists, right? And I yeah, I don't want to ruin anything from the mini, but like that is a very that's like the theme. I think that's that why you like this movie so well, much. Oh yeah, Brandon. well I I'm the artist of the group for sure. I mean, I do. I make the stuff and I put it in front of people for a living and they critique it in front of me and I make revisions and I finalize it and like <laughs> I've done it. I've had successes and I've had misses, you know, like it, it is what it is, but it does take a toll and what's funny is like I could go in put in my blood, sweat and tears in something, stay up late and then just to be proud enough that I could put this in front of people and have somebody who might know what the fuck they're talking about and somebody who doesn't, you know, or just negative people or whatever. And it's just, they it can really cut you sometime after a while. Like it does get to you. Right. And yeah, like that's, that's what he's saying to her. It's just like, you don't do this though. You're not putting yourself on the line. If I don't do this right, I'm finished and you're not getting on stage like I am. You just sit there, write your fucking shit and critique. <laughs> it's good or it's bad. You decide, but you don't do what we do, you know? So like to yeah, I, of course I'm going to have a personal connection to a movie like like this, but like See, that's what also what the menu did and that's seeing these movies back to back is just like, yeah, man. Like absolutely. Yeah. So to me that is a good. It was a well-written scene. I liked you it. You explaining that kind of helps me <clears throat> figure out Maybe why the message and themes didn't connect with me as much. And I can see why they connected with you because, I mean, you are an artist. That's your job. And right. your job is to, you know, get critiques and do revisions, like you said. Like, I'm not an artist, so I can't relate to that feeling, you know. I mean, I I can in, on some level, but I think that's where the message fell flat for me a little bit. Because all I see is like, oh, big Hollywood actor, woe is me. You know, I'm... 
you know, trying to make a name for myself. But, but when it's your reputation, like, struggling with his inner right. demons and all that. But yeah, 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 he's got his his reputation on the line and everything. But like we all have our own reputation of what we're known to be good at, right? It's like no one's going to you and like, yeah, Eric's great at code. You have a great, uh, you know, reputation about your development skills, right? You might be able to draw something like like that's a good drawing, right? But that's not like what your reputation's based off of, right? Mm-hmm. So an artist, a musician, a photographer, design, whatever, actor doesn't matter. You're constantly putting yourself out there, and you're really only as good as like the last person's opinion. I feel, and this is how we treat actors these days. And it's yeah. like, look at what's going on with Brendan Fraser at the at the time of this recording. Like the guy is co- like making a huge comeback, right? But like, where what did we do to support that guy? We kind of like watch him do bad movie after bad movie. Something happened. I understand with that guy, but I'm just saying that like he disappeared and we didn't care to look for him. And then he I've comes back. Brendan Fraser. We always. all do, but like we don't care that enough about <laughs> actors. Like that's the thing. That's yeah. what this movie's saying. Like the people care. They follow, but they don't care. Not, yeah, it's they true. Care, all like, they well, see all is Birdman. How many they don't likes? see the actor. They see Birdman. Because like any asshole with an internet connection has an opinion. Like. You know, it's kind of the everybody's a critic on the internet. Everybody has their fucking opinion about everything. So right, it's hard. Like you never know who things, but yeah. Well, you never know who has the whose opinion actually carries weight. Essentially, and that lady, the line that she gave him in the bar was, "You're a celebrity. You're not an actor." And that one is just like that's a fucking gut punch. Like right at the end, and she just tells him she's gonna fucking play is gonna go. Piss it, piss on it in the paper, and yeah, he goes and gets a bottle of whiskey and wakes up the next day with a plan. So he sleeps on the fucking steps of like New York yeah. City. It's, dude, yeah. it's great. But the night before his show, it's a, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a hell of a way to. That's a method acting right there. You know, he's really getting. He's really, it's funny how like the characters in the in the play almost like mimic the you know what's going on in real life where that speech that he gives at the end about not existing anymore, you know, that plays into, you know, the same thing where if you don't exist on the internet or followers or whatever, you don't, you don't exist and stuff like that. So I think, yeah, that's part of the reason why he pulled it off so well at the end there is because, you know, he was putting, he was putting in his, his entire self out there, all of his experiences up to that point, you know, into that final act and that's you know it, that's where it all came together for him. Hmm. So we've discussed a lot of stuff before we still discuss the ending. Oh, okay. No, did you have something? Nope. Okay. That, that's what I want to get into because I want to yeah. ending. Because I want to ask you, when do you think the ending actually starts? So, do you think that like when he shot himself on stage, he's actually like dead, dead? Do you think when he jumped off that building? He no, no. Do you I don't think, think so. when he was levitating in the beginning of the movie? Do you think he? You think that comet at the beginning just it blew up the Earth and they're all dead? Well, no. That's why well. they show there's a flash of the jellyfish right in the beginning. And maybe Did you he's, not watch maybe he's dying Borderlands. I mean, this are they in the Borderland? <laughs> oh my God, Michael Keaton in Borderlands. Wait, it all connects back. Oh my God. Fuck. Uh, I, no, 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 no. But like <clears throat> things go really, really good for him. They go bad, 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 bad. But then things turn really good after he makes that jump. 
And then so you're saying his, he jumped ex- off the building and killed himself. Comes like, oh, you guys are killing it tonight and all that stuff. Like all these things are going perfect for him every for the rest of the movie. I feel other than the scene with the the lady, you know, the 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 critic. But I don't know. I just thought well, like, that was oh, after, did he it? No, did he was... die here? Maybe not. But yes, did right, he die when stress, he? Yeah, yeah. But did he die when he shot himself? It looked like he shot himself in the head, not a nose. I. It was from the back, and you know he couldn't. Yeah. It, again, there's a ton of ambiguity, like of what actually happens. You know, with the whole shooting himself and because I believe, yeah, I thought he was dead when he shot himself. I thought, like, the, there's no way the ending scene is I, in him I, in I heaven. That was the end of the movie. You know. Yeah, his daughter finally gets the right flowers. Or, or he shot himself. There, he's he's. There's people who have gotten shot in the head and they're just in a coma. They're not dead. But dead. if you're so a fan, be... we already know he has an active uh, brain or yeah, active imagination. So he could fantasize this before shooting himself in that moment. Right? I'll die, but like maybe I'll survive. And when I do. They'll tell. They'll say I invented a new style of art of our acting. My daughter's gonna get the right flowers. We're gonna make peace. My ex-wife will be there. Um, my friend's gonna come in and he's gonna tell me the show's doing so well. They're gonna open up different spots across the world. Like to him, that's like the perfect. That's his utopia. That's what he's striving for. But maybe he died there. I don't know. I personally think he never dies. It's everything is a fucking metaphor. It's all in his head. It, like, yeah, I don't even think that, he jumps. That's what the, I think too. I don't even think he jumps out the window. But hospitals, well, we you see, can't open up. Why would you spend all that effort? It's the same thing as hotels, all, just to you, jump out the window at the end. Well, we see. I mean, we've seen him do that before earlier in the movie. He jumped off a building and he wasn't dead. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so like it, we could we could say the same thing. Like he didn't actually jump out that window. You know. So I don't or know. I don't just know. Flew, but, like it was in his mind. Like that's there's so many things that distort the line between actual reality and like the dream sequences or whatever is going on. If he's flying around or you know whatever's going on in his head, I don't. Yeah, think, I don't think he dies at the end either. So it's just confusing it's when you know Sam looks out the window. Well, she first she looks down. And then she looks up and she starts smiling. Like, yeah. what the fuck does that mean? Like, is he up there flying around? Well, right before you know? he opens the window, like he sees the flock of birds out there, and like you know, I thought he was just trying to get some fresh air. But it's in hospitals and hotels, you can't open up windows above like the first floor more than like two right. inches. Yeah, he he goes. <laughs> he wants to see his busted ass nose, um, <laughs> and he looks at it, and as. And then he, you see Birdman in the reflection of the mirror. Is he taking a shit? shit on the, okay, taking yeah. shit on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, and he, um, they say he says goodbye or something like that. I guess. And you're like, okay, this is him saying goodbye to Birdman. And then he opens up the window, stands out there, looks at birds, and then makes the jump. But did he really make that jump? It says like bye and fuck you or something like that. Bye. Yeah. Fuck Which you. I think. Part of why like, would he jump? Why, why would he do it? Why I don't think he jumped is because he wasn't saying like bye and fuck you. He's saying like I think it's like him in his head conquering Birdman because he got what he wanted out of it without doing yeah, what I Birdman say, I think, said. I don't so think just, he got rid of Birdman. Yeah, he I just think shut he him up. Accepted it. Well, I think he accepted <laughs> it and embraced it, and now it's just part of him and always will be. I you know both. I am Birdman. He and accepts I am that part of like because the whole movie is trying to actor 
the whole movie is trying to separate that part of himself from him. But I think finally by the end, he's like, okay, it's never going to go away and you just need to embrace it or you're going to go crazy like he was. Hey. But again, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if like in reality he, cause obviously Sam comes in the room and he's not there. So like, I don't know if he like escaped, if he walked out the door and fucking ran down the hallway or, you know, what the actual ending was, but they leave it very ambiguous, but I don't think he actually, I see there are all sorts of theories out there. This one person says that he's, he's dead the whole time because the film opens up with the, how did I get here? And he apparently like he succeeded in drowning himself in Malibu and you're seeing his fading consciousness as he's dying. And this whole thing is just like a dream sequence. All right. That's a little. <laughs> <You know? laughs> there's, there's so much room to, I mean, when there's, you leave a crack open for interpretation, you're going to get a flood of, I think that's, theories, the, so. that's the fun of these movies though, is just, you know, trying to figure out what's good, but that's it whatever you want it thing. to be. You know, that sometimes that's a little frustrating when yeah. they leave it too open-ended, like, but I think, I think there's just enough here where you can kind of, figure it out or at least settle on a theory but yeah there's a note on his mirror um that's like a common theme throughout this is it's a a thing is a thing not what is said of that thing like sure which kind of is like he's always trying to cater to public opinion and what everybody thinks about him and the notoriety that he's getting for this but a thing is a thing. It's not what is said of that thing, which it's interesting. It's kind of like a do or do not. There is no try. Kind of, yeah. It's just like it's like boot Buddhism, right? You're like you, you either you are yeah. existing or you don't exist, right? Yeah, you know, is or there is not. A box is a box. Or you're an actor but... or you're not acting. You're not, you know. Yeah. Stop so um... trying to. It's like stop trying to hit me and hit me. You know, it's. All that stuff. So I, I dig that. I so like it doesn't that. matter what is said about him, like anywhere. Like, you know, if you're going to do what him. you yes. The movie's fucking written to literally go ping pong back and forth. It's this. No, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Or this. Of course. You know, which can be frustrating. I don't know. Is that a thing that bothers you sometimes, Eric, with movies? A little where bit. They, where they kind if of. It's, perp- if they leave it too open ended, or they're, yes, or they're trying to purposely misdirect you from what's actually happening. Even though the, this little... movie's been doing it th- throughout the whole movie, though, it's kind of been like making it a little difficult to know what's I think, real. I think I was able, up to the end, I think I was able to kind of follow the breadcrumbs of like, okay, like you said, they, they explicitly show in some points, like, okay, this is in his head and it's not actually happening. But then at the, right at the end, they kind of give you that little hint, like, Oh wait, is he act is you know is this actually happening? Is he actually flying up and up in the front right at the end? Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Hmm. But what they've taught me through the whole movie is that all of it was in his head. You know, the whole time. Right. Yeah. You never know what's real and what's not. So which makes it so cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. And uh, you guys got anything else before we uh, make a jump? Out the window. Yep. Sweet. <laughs> Yeah, right. We may bow. Hmm. Yes. Let's come back. No, I'm glad come I, back for Kurt glad I watched it. Glad I watched this one. Yeah, I mean, when this came out, again, like I said, the only thing I knew about it was that anyone who watched it was like, oh, yeah, you know, it's a really good movie. I, I feel a little bit of shame for myself for having waited this long to see it, but 
because it's yeah, got such I'm, a good cast. It's got such good. It's, it's like two hours just flew by. I didn't even really notice it. I didn't notice, you know. I think that was, the same way the whole time. It was just. I think it was the way that it was shot with the continuous shot made you. You can't walk away from it. Right. That's why I didn't take a ton of notes when I watched it because it's no. like without you know with that continuous shot you can't really look away from anything that's happening because it's all essentially the same scene. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have cool? when you have breaks, it's yeah, different. when you have cuts, you can like, you know, look down at your phone, do your notes, and then yeah. it's starting the next scene. But this is like, it just keeps going. This keeps is the scene the where Adme, or Padme and Anakin are getting booed on Naboo and they're off in the fields. You're like, all right, this is the time where I'm going pee. I'll be back real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's almost like it's, it's almost exhausting to watch because you're like you have to constantly That's focus I, on what's going on. Yeah, I had I wrote down here that it's like 120 minutes of like controlled chaos because it's always there's always something going on and like yeah, it feels like a yeah, it's got that cool long shot feeling to it. So I don't know, dude. I like how like the one guy is like out of the hospital and he's got like the neck brace on and he's like I, I gotta do a show right now. <laughs> I, he's just I like, don't have time for this. Why? When was that? It's like at the very end ish. It was like towards the end. It's um, the f- original actor who got. Oh, he was on the, the side head. of the street. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, you he went into in, the lobby. He, he was, was in like the theater. Yeah. He was in the lobby. The concession stand or something like that. And hmm. I think he was going oh, in shit. naked or in his undies, I think, in that scene. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so good. So good. All right. Well, why don't we flock out of here? Us birdmen and uh, come back in Act 3 with a game to play. And we're back for a quick game of movie 20 questions. We haven't been getting very fancy with our game selection lately, and uh, I thought I'd follow the trend and keep us on a oldie but a goodie. You know? Oldie but a goodie, really that's is. right. So we got 20 questions, 19 yes or no's. You guys got to guess what movie, movie I have written down in front of me. Uh, the Goonies. No, <laughs> yeah, we were just, just, See, just watching that movie. Were you just watching? The and Goonies? I gotta okay. say, the Goonies soundtrack is hey, so good. Still never it seen the so Goonies. Theme. Oh my god, we gotta get that on the list. It's so good. So, right, so that's fun. one of those movies I've probably seen like thirty times. And Eric probably would hate it. No, I don't he was think. Born I in the nineties, I can't imagine him looking <laughs> back at those kids all yelling constantly and be like, "Yeah, this is fun." Where's all the cell phones in these movies? <laughs> Hey, you guys. Is that the movie? Yeah, Sloth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's that what is. I know. Okay. All right. So take uh, take nothing from today's topic. This is a movie, and I am out to stump you guys. Uh, as Boy. always. Okay. It's a stumper. All right. Let's kick it off. Uh, Question number one. Was this movie released 
after the year 2000? No. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> after the year 1990. I got to narrow down. Uh, yes, it was released after 1990. All right, 90s movie, baby. Was it released yeah, after 1995? Mm. Uh, no. All right. It's okay. Dumb and Dumber. Was <laughs> it released after 1992? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> really locked down that year. Of March. What day, what day in 1995? <laughs> 2 p.m. On this... <laughs> yeah, it was after 2 p.m., yes. <laughs> Would this movie be considered a comedy? Wait, what did I say to that one? No. You said... No, it was. It's between it's, ninety it's between and ninety-five. Ninety-five, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My would this movie be considered a comedy? No. No. Okay. Not Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Which, it's always a good poll. Um. Hmm. Was this a drama? Is this a drama? Um. Is this a drama? I don't know what. Uh, is it a drama? Guessing is it a drama? I would say no. It's. I would say no. It's not a drama. It's not a drama. Dramatic a elements. Comedy. Dramatic elements in it. Um, so we might got a horror. Got to be or an action. action. Horror or action? Yeah. Oh, it could be like a psychological thriller. Silence of the Lambs. What Star Wars is that? A drama or action? A space opera. Is that a fucking genre? Sure. No. It's a sci-fi, sci-fantasy adventure movie. Yeah. Um, sure. Is this? Is there a lot of action-y elements in this movie? Uh, I would say yes. All right, it's The Matrix. <laughs> no, early, early 90s. It's, oh, Matrix, it's that's speed. right. Matrix was like 97, <laughs> right? Speed. Matrix was like 99. Was it that late? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's known for it. So it's got a lot of action, action-y scenes, you said? 90s action. All right. Is this part of a, yeah, is this movie part of a franchise? Uh, Yes. Is this the first of a franchise? Uh, Yes. Okay. I was thinking like Die Hard 2 or something. I don't know when those came out, but some of them came out in the 90s. But that's probably not Die Hard, because Die Hard was not released in the 90s. So, we got an action franchise in the first of its name. And we clarified that a franchise of its name. is more than... Just more than one movie. Just more than yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. So um, my, my speed theory still stands. Oh, <laughs> Does it? Should I go? Should I swing for the fences? Uh, I don't know. If I, that's. I feel like it's too early for that. What's, what's the question? I was just gonna say this movie has Tom Cruise in it. Should I ask that? I don't know. There's a lot of '90s. Mission Tom Impossible. The Mission Impossible is exactly what yeah. I was thinking. All right, yeah, go for it. Is Tom Cruise in this movie? Nope. Damn. Is Keanu Reeves in this movie? Nope. Damn. Oof. All right. Other big 90s, I don't want to keep going down that, but other big 90s action stars. That was stars. 10 questions, Ooh. by the way. Franchises that started in the 90s, early 90s. 
Action one. Action ones, yeah. Are they still making these movies today? Good question. Um, yeah. Ooh, okay. Sounds like a long time reboot, maybe, or like, you know, I don't know. Ooh, that, that was a good one. Hmm. What are they still making today that they... Jurassic Long Park. running action Jurassic franchises. Park. Jurassic Park. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I mean that fits the bill. Okay, let's. We only have ten questions, nine questions, really. So if we could ask if it's Spielberg, we could ask if let's ask a, if it uh, uses. going to say let's ask a broader C, question, like CG, like early '90s CG, right? Was not. It was still in its infancy, right? Right. So Terminator could be in there as well. No, not Terminator, because it's the Termina- first. Oh, that's right. It was in the 80s. Okay. Um, you guys guessed my Terminator 2 like, <laughs> in like 12 questions last time. That was one of my first 20 questions. Oh, okay. <laughs> Made me a grizzled old host. <laughs> Would he pick something that obvious as Jurassic Park? He said he wanted to stump us, so I don't know. What, to throw us off. <laughs> it's all a ruse um, to get to you. Are there? Okay, I guess I could narrow it down with a broader question. Are there fantastical elements in this in this movie? Yes. 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 Okay. Heavy yes on that one. Is di- making dinosaurs fantastical? I would say. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, David. Did... Kinda. Not really. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Not. Re- it's all science. I don't know. Dino DNA. Yeah. <laughs> Dino DNA is possible. They told us now. how they do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> it works. Right. Nothing could go wrong. Totes, totes my goats. All right. Spared no expense. I mean, yeah, Jurassic Park sounds be. pretty good. I don't. I don't know. Do we want to just eliminate it just so we're not? Well, Spielberg doesn't make many sequels right right he's only done like two back to feature in indiana oh indiana jones indiana jones okay jurassic park i was gonna say should should we just you guys are getting eliminated stuck i was gonna say i just i just want to eliminate is this movie based off of a book Oh, good question. Based off of a book? No. So it's not Jurassic All right. Park. Not Jurassic Park. Is a comic book considered a book? <laughs> I would. Yeah. yeah, I would okay. think David would book. say yes. So yeah. I just eliminated all superheroes movies from the early 90s, which are just not happening anyway. So <laughs> Batman came out in 89. Um,. Is the franchise that's going on today? Is it still use? Is it still around the same main character from the first movie? For hmm. example, Austin Powers. Question. Um, yeah, you know, oh, James could be a Bond, Ace Ventura. <gasps> no, that's a comedy. <laughs> I have to see. Give me two seconds oh, God. here. Interesting. That's yeah. He's looking it up, which is. That is interesting. So it's definitely not Gotta the play same the meta character here. who was the lead in the first one. I'd say 
I'll get, I'll get the main character is not the same main character, but it's got to be a like a legacy reboot, you know, that's happened recently or something. I got nothing. But I'm trying to think what that might be, though. Hmm. I'll tell you that the the main character may not be, but other characters are still. Oh. In the in the franchise. Seems like a big hint. I don't. Know. I don't. I didn't want it to, to mislead by that one. With the that's a weird question. Hmm. And that's common, right? Where the main actor is like the main draw, and then they bounce, and all the lesser known actors kind of stay because that's all they really are known for. What's you know what right. done? Fuck. Um. Is the is the main character in this film? Older than thirty. And in this film, is the <laughs> character older than? Yeah, such a 30. weird question. Uh, I would say no. Older than thirty, so ain't some young hotshot character. The like you're, I don't know. Like Indiana Jones, he's older. He's probably in his forties when they do the first Indiana Jones, right? But he's the main character. So, I'm just thinking. I would say they're less than 30. Oh, less than 30. Okay. Less, so, okay. All right. So, probably late 20s. All right. Hmm. That was a weird one, too. You're making me. All right. How many Dirty questions Harry, we got you know, left? He was, I don't know. Just like some. That was 15. You got four All left right. and a guess. All right. Um, this seems like it should be easy, but I can't. What about theme We've song, eliminated. known theme song, uh, popular outfit, known outfit? Do kids still dress as this person for Halloween? I don't know. I'm trying to think of. I'm just trying to think of any any long running franchise that came out in the 90s with action elements, <laughs> which I mean, I don't know. I mean, we didn't he didn't specify that it was an action movie, but there's heavy action in this movie. So I would assume so. Um, that's how I would define an action movie. What's an action movie? It has with a lot of action. A lot of action. A lot of action. Uh, wait a second. I might have something. Fantastical elements. You know, part of a franchise. One came out recently. Men in Black. That was not early 90s, dude. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you positive? That was late, that was late 90s. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty sure. Thought I had something. Animated. Get me worried there for a second. Hmm. I mean, you guys know yeah, we could. the time frame. You know the general. I, I have a feeling it's not an animated movie. Um, the feeling of the or the genre of the movie, you know, it's a franchise. You know, it doesn't have those studs, Tom Cruise and Keanu in it. They are still making it. It is fantastical. Fantastical. It's not based off of a book. 
it's a toughie. Just blanking I'm on here, any any here to franchises. I think you guys. I would assume you guys have both seen this. You had to have seen this at some point. <laughs> it's a '90s movie, so everybody's seen it. Ah, fuck no. Make me feel bad. Say, Space maybe Jam. I went, maybe I went but too difficult. Like, actually, Space Jam was like '94. Was it that early? But it's not a comedy. A com- I, w- I feel <laughs> yeah, like I would, yeah, I would classify comedy. that as a comedy. Yeah. Hmm. Was this movie known for its CG when it came out? Uh, do I have to look up like old film reviews and stuff? <laughs> well, like Terminator would... Two was known for its CG. Jurassic Park was known for its CG. Or the early '90s was not. It was like still kind of people were still struggling to figure out when how much like how to use it and use it a lot. All right, see if you can't answer that, I'll I'll um I'll ask a different question. It's an action movie. I mean, it, it it's got to be known for like CG. its visuals. I'll give you that. But I don't think it was known for Okay, CG. that's an answer. That's fine. So it's not a big CG movie where they have a CG character in it or God, I have no idea what this is. That one's a that one's a freebie. Freebie? Dude, oh, yeah. okay. Branches. I can't think of any any ones that we've already eliminated. Um, is the is there a love interest in this movie? I'd say no. All right, so all action doesn't get all the girl action all the time. What, uh, can I, can I give a hint? Hold on. Can I give a little hint? Sure. If you're offering, uh, I guess. I I mean, this might be I might I might have cut too deep, so I want to make sure that we're being fair. But um, it's not based off of a book. Oh, it's not based off of a book, so it could be based off of something else. Yes. Could be based off of what? A video game. What what oh. though? What would that be? Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> okay. They got what a new one coming out. I don't know. It's part of a franchise. <laughs> it's not a sequel. No. No fucking way. Um, was that early, oh. was that even early nineties? What based off a board game? Like Clue was. Is there anybody else that did anything? Clue's like that? the only oh. yeah, thing I know. Um, I thought they were they're rebooting that with Ryan Reynolds coming up soon. They are. It's been are like they really? delayed, yeah. delayed, delayed, delayed reproduction. All right, so not based off a book. What could it be based off of? A pull, a play be adapted from a play an old shakespearean <laughs> tale <laughs> that romeo and juliet movie with leo was that leo yeah it was a young leo in there hmm. he was romeo uh, <laughs> yeah uh he'll always be romeo to me it seems like a big hint like 
It's not based off a book. So what is it based off of? Cartoon. Adapted from a cartoon. Hmm. Like, I mean, video games, the only other thing that I go to, but like, I can't. Pff. There's no long running video game franchises turned movie. Does like to- Tomb Raider, but that was the first does, one of those didn't come out in the early 90s. Does this character. Oh, fuck. Does this character use high tech equipment that most people would have access to? Um, high tech, no. I was gonna say it's fantastical, so yeah, it's kind of a. So it could be using fantasy equipment, <laughs> spells and shit. Like what? What? Fucking fantastical movies came out in the 90s. Franchises. Oh, wait. Well, Brandon might got it. It's, it. it's fucking Mortal he Kombat. He sees something. He sees something. Mortal Kombat? Oh, you're right. That might be it. Based off a video game. Action heavy. Definitely no love interest in that. No, and they still make them. Early '90s, yeah, they made they came out with one super recently. It had CG in it. It has like that had one CG, cool yeah. scorpion scene, but other than that, it wasn't really nothing. That is a great pull. I would never have thought of that. That's got to be it. It's as good a guess as I have. What what question are we on? Just like to narrow it down. You are on 18. You have two questions oh, left, shit. and I guess is this video game or is this movie <laughs> based on a fighting video game? Yes. Nice. Good job, Brandon. Do the honors. Is this game Mortal Kombat? <laughs> it is the movie. Mortal Kombat. Oh Good. my god. Mortal Kombat the movie. That's that was a, I f- thought I went too deep on you. Oh, it's, a, wow. it's a tough yeah. pull cuz it doesn't have any like real famous actors in it. Right. It have that was a good one. That it's was more a good of an one. ensemble, but I don't think I've come ever out seen in that. 95 which you never say, yeah, it's a, the first one. I mean, the CGI is laughable. Like I, yeah, that's why I didn't want to say it was known for its CG because I think uh, reptile is an actual like lizard in it, and like he's throwing the scorpions, throwing the thing out of like the palm of his hand. That scene actually holds up, though. I think stuff, that scene so. actually looks still looks pretty good today. But the rest of it, yeah, is they had some trash. good fighting scenes. Yeah. Yeah. New movie just came out two years ago. I it was a good pull. Been replaying, uh, replaying MK11. MK11 story mode. And I did not think you guys were going to get that without a little hint. So, wow. Yeah. Happy I, to help you along. You just seemed fantastic. I don't think I would have thought of that. Yeah. Like, like, it's not magic, though, because nothing fantasy was coming out then. It's like, what else could it have been? Like, like people it's with what abilities? Oh, not superheroes, but like Mortal Kombat. Like, oh, Mortal Kombat. That's <laughs> crazy. What I did. That's crazy. Oh, that's that's a, awesome. That is a great pull. Nice. All right. All right. Well, congratulations. You guys both get to go to Space Camp. Space Camp, yeah. Space Camp. (laughs) Maybe Theater Camp. We'll go to Acting Camp this week since we're such thespians. So Nice. All right. Well, we got calendars going to be coming out shortly for next month. But uh, to follow us and to catch out when everything's coming out, uh, Eric, how do they get a hold of us? 
Well, I'm glad you asked. You can follow us at Nomads of Fantasy on Twitter and Instagram, uh, at the Nomads of Fantasy on TikTok. You can join our Discord, thenomadsoffantasy.com slash Discord. You can go to our YouTube channel if you want, youtube.com slash at Nomads of Fantasy. I'm always Why uploading not? the podcast there. There's some extra video content there as well. Hopefully, I don't know. I, I would like to get some more videos out episode video content whatever <laughs> you know even if it's not full episodes just different types get of stuff get the ai there. on the job ai the ai videos. yeah there you go uh just plug the nomads of fantasy into that ai video generator mm-hmm. um Pumps them right up but yeah you can also email us at nomads of fantasy at gmail.com if you would like to for any questions comments suggestions all that good stuff but that's all i got you guys got anything else If not, (laughs) as always, safe travels, nomads. I'm drunk. I'm supposed to be drunk. Why aren't you drunk? This is Carver. He left a piece of his liver on the table every time he wrote a fucking page. If I need to be drinking gin, who the fuck are you to touch my gin, man? Listen, you fucked with the period. You fucked with the plot so that you could have the best line. You leave me the fucking tools that I need. Oh, come on, people. Don't be so pathetic. Stop looking at the world through your cell phone screen. Have a real experience. Does anybody give a shit about truth other than me? I mean, the setting's fake. The bananas are fake. There's fucking nothing in this real part of your performance is fake. The only thing that is real on this stage is this chicken. So... I'm gonna work with the chicken. That was interesting. Bring the curtain down. Hey, that's good work, man. Getting out of here. How do you want me to do that?